place. And I want to let the public know that the chief of police has opened an internal investigation, an internal affairs investigation into these issues. Once the police investigation is complete, the city's public safety committee will brief the city council on its findings. A process Thunder says is nothing but a whitewash. It's not an investigation of police misconduct. It was decided at the highest levels of the Santa Cruz police that they were to infiltrate this group. So they're going to do an investigation and find out that the Plains Coast officers did exactly what they told them to do. Mark Schlossberg, police practices policy director of Northern California ACLU, says it's possible the police surveillance was illegal. He is assisting local activists in filing a Public Records Act request, seeking any notes, recordings, or photos the plainclothes officers made. It's in the best interest of the department to release as much information as possible as soon as possible to try and allay community concerns and to develop a uh, positive uh, way to move forward from an incident like this. Vinny Lombardo, FSRN, Santa Cruz. You've been listening to Free Speech Radio News. I'm Aura Fogado. Hi, you're listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. It just now is 6 o'clock, and that was Free Speech Radio News. Uh, my name is Alex, and very soon we are going to be listening to Closets Are for Clothes. Just as long as I can find something here called a legal identification. Christy? And what's up with these mothballs? This is stifling. I feel like I can't breathe. Yeah, and I can barely move. Forget this, man. Closets, Closets are, are for clothes. clothes. Closets Are For Clothes is Michigan's premier queer radio show, celebrating 30 years of broadcast excellence. 60 minutes of award-winning gaiety and witty repartee. <laughs> We're here. We're on. Closets Are For Clothes on WCBN-FM 88.3 Radio Free Ann Arbor. The next hour will be jam-packed with news, reviews, and interviews of interest to the LGBT community, our friends, family, and allies. We are your hosts... Dan Burns and Christy Cardinal. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. And this is going to be quite a ride this evening. Um, <laughs> so we had a our um, tonight's uh, special special topic. Um, uh, got sick and isn't able to make it. And then our um, and then Keith, um, who we usually have on the second Wednesday of every month, is going to be um, he's at an event and can't get away from it. So um, it is. It's it, just you and me, kid. It's just just me and you, and we also want to send out some uh, good uh, vibes to um, Christie's uh, mother, if there was a law. Um, uh, she's <laughs> not doing good. well as well, and um, so she's uh, so Christy um, is taking care of her. So it's quite an evening. Oh, and Greg is taking a class for the next couple of months. So um, this is going to be a, quite an interesting evening of. Uh, um, uh, so if you're, if you're interested, we are going to go for a ride. I don't know where we're going to go tonight, <laughs> but, um, we are, we're, we're going, we're going to be going someplace till seven. So, um, at least there's, there's a relief. There is. While you have, um, Sarah, who's going to be hosting the, now what is it called? The alphabet, um, um, uh, show where they do a, uh, they pick um, a, it's a letter of the alphabet and then they pick songs. Yes, on from from, from that, that with that letter. Right, either the sound of bets. Sound of bets. Oh, uh, there you yeah. go. Sound of bets, free form soup. 
Oh, I like that. Yes. So, so you should just hang in for Sarah at the very that's least. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. So there is relief for you if, if you're like, right. oh my gosh, what the heck are they It'll doing? It'll make it all the better. Exactly. So, um, so I, let's start as we traditionally do. Meredith, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Can I ask... Is it ever going to not be dreary out? Well, we did have that, but you know what? Device, you should say that. <laughs> Tomorrow, we get sunny skies. I hope so, because I can't take much more. This is where I I could deal with the snow and some sun, uh-huh. but I can't deal with, like, I look out the window of my office, uh-huh. and it looks like it's 7 o'clock at night, and it's, oh. you know... 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> right, exactly, yes. I also have a harder time getting up because, you know, the sun's streaming into my bedroom uh-huh. helps me wake up, whereas this morning my alarm wasn't on loud enough. Oh. So I woke up about 15 minutes later than I had planned to, and oh. I had already set my alarm quite late, I might add. Oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> So. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, was it like with Seattle had their like 42 days of. Yeah, something, uh, in a some row. crazy number of days oh in a row. Oh, my gosh. But it rained. I, you know, and, uh, yes, that's rain. And so I assume it's cloudy when it's been right. raining. So, but it's just been, yeah, I don't know if I could. I, I The one day that it, it did come out, it was just like, oh, my gosh, I forgot what it's like mm-hmm. not to have you here. I, I was know. like, oh, my word, this is so wonderful. And I felt cheery, like really cheery. Like I wanted day. to run around and play yes. and things like that. Yeah. Yes. It's been it's been hard. Oh yes. It's been very hard. Definitely. I don't know what to do with myself. Not that I play outside very often, but the fact that I don't have the capacity to do that right now. Right. Oh, right. Irks me. Man. Well, you still can. You just might get a little chilly and you might get a little damp. But I know. used to always want to. It was like one summer where every time it rained, I always wanted to go outside and play in the rain and in the puddles. Yes. I don't know why. I don't know what came over me, but I was always like, "Let's go play in the rain." It, to me, it's just one big sprinkler. Yeah. You know, it just it's because the, the past couple of years I've been doing that with going out in the summer um, when it's raining and just go out because it was just like you always stay inside and there was something just very refreshing to be like, you know what? The mm-hmm. worst that's going to happen is I'm going to get wet. Right. And so I'd stand. Now, of course, if it was thundering. I'd be, you know. Scared. Um, scared and stay inside. But it was one of those <laughs> things where, um, because with my luck, I, the lightning would strike twice. But it's one of those like, oh my gosh. So it was just, yeah. So, but luckily that's coming tomorrow. I hope so. I mean, I haven't really I'm going to leave in. you a brutal message if it doesn't. I'm going to oh. call you and be very angry. Oh. You've gotten my hopes up. Oh. Invalid screen name. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so, oh, I said Dan is multitasking I currently. I am. I am. <laughs> But yeah, I mean it. Sh- I mean it should be, and then it's supposed to be much warmer. So. I hope so. Yes, forty-eight degrees and sunny on mm, Thursday. So, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, so it's going to be. We're having a heat wave. Woohoo! <laughs> we actually we are. I mean that's what's so odd is to have January and to have it warm out. I mean I actually have to debate whether to put my coat on. I know. I feel like is the other shoe going to drop? I realized I was going through my sweater drawer this morning trying to find something to throw on, and I realized you know it's a little too. Warm outside for this big bulky sweater. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I've got my turtlenecks out. Yeah. I am like all just trying to be nice and toasty. And then, of course, and then I start getting sleepier and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. So, Well, I've decided to try and, you know, take a little vacation in February to either the Bahamas or the Virgin Islands. Ah, good Because thinking. I can't take any more of this. Yes. Well, I found that... By going to a warmer weather, I like kind of like defrost. Mm-hmm. Um, I get that 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 furnace pump in. It's like all set. I'm nice and warm, and then I can last another six weeks. Right. I need that little bit of break. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's sunny and bright and warm, and yeah, I just find it to be even with, with like a couple years ago, I did a cross country trip and came back to, from here to L.A. Came right. back. It was that little bit. It's rejuvenating. Oh, my god! There's something about the sun. I mean, and it's true. I think that there's, like, been reports that the sun's rays really do help your body function better. Definitely. Definitely. So, Mr. Man, Burns, oh how are you? Uh, What's I'm, going on? Um, I, well, there's been a couple things, actually, and I want to kind of get your feedback on this. Oh, I've gotten, okay. I've told this story in different crowds, and I've gotten a different reaction, and then I got a mixed reaction, which was very weird. Uh-huh. So, the other day, I was going for a follow-up and kind of getting my and getting my blood drawn. Right. And um, it was like 7 in the morning, and I go in, and I, and for those who have just who are newly tuned in and we haven't heard about our uh, fat topics... Um, <laughs> 
the um, I I'm quite large, and um and 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 so one of those things where we are um, not skinny minis. No, exactly. I am definitely not height proportionate to weight. You right. know, and it's just one of those. Well, technically, some people say yes, you are because you're perfect the way you are. But you know, yes. Um, but anyway, so but according to. S- Medicine, right? The my medical BMI, community. My BMI is off the charts, right? Um, so the so anyway, so I go to get my blood drawn, and I go into and I go through the the check in process, and I go to try to sit down, and they're redoing, they're remodeling the the office, and so they're under construction, right? And I'm looking around, and all the chairs are those typical office chairs. I mean, the the, the real hard ones, mm-hmm. the hard plastic ones, um, with arms. Oh, for Where that. one of my butt cheeks can fit. You know, <laughs> it's like one of those like I can't. There's no way I can fit in that right. thing. And I'm looking around for like armless chairs. I'm looking. Even, I'm even looking for like a bench or even a um, an end table that doesn't have anything on it or right. like a move the 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 magazines. Just something that I'd be comfortable with. I'm waiting. And there's nothing. There's mm-hmm. just these armchairs. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, fine, I'm going to sit down on it. So I go and I sit down. I'm doing one of those half, you know, seated things. And it's cutting into my side. And You're like, and I'm sure I'm leaving permanent marks oh, within my totally. all the all the hip, hip stuff and thigh I'm working area. On. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> all the, the, yeah, those hip exercises I've been right. doing to keep myself strong, poof, uh, they're out the window. Right. <laughs> um, and so, um, and then they call me, like, right away. I said, oh, well, that wasn't too bad. That's okay. But then they go to take me to the queuing area where, again, it's all armed chairs. There's no armless chairs. There's no no benches, no um, end tables that I could sit on. It's these same chairs. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, should I sit down or whatever? And I'm waiting. Now, I have to admit. It wasn't a long wait, but it still it was very irritating that if I was a long wait, I would have been really upset. Right. And so the phlebotomist, who's the blood drawer, comes out and and mistakenly asks me, so, how's your morning going so far? Uh-oh. And I turned to her and I said, well, who do I talk to about getting some armless chairs or benches out your waiting area? And she goes, excuse me? And I said, well, I mean, you have fat customers. You, you should be able to provide some chairs for them because right. those are very uncomfortable. Well, sir, you shouldn't say that. And I looked at her like I shouldn't. And I'm like, so for clarity, I repeated myself. I said, you did understand what I was saying, correct? (laughs) You you have fat customers (laughs) that come through here and they need a place to sit. Right. And she goes, sir, sir, don't say the things like that. And I turned to her and I went, I'm fat. And she's like, sir, you shouldn't describe yourself like that. And I'm looking at her like. What part of me is not fat? Like my right. earlobe? I'm right. like, what in the world is that fat about me? Like this? I mean, right. you, I'm it's a customer. It's a descriptive word. Exactly. You know, and I'm just saying, I know they've got a fat clinic upstairs, so I right. know there's there there these people come down for the blood draw. So I'm like, there's gotta be. You've got to have at least five well, other people. I, I, hello. <laughs> exactly. So I'm, and she's like, sir, sir, sir. Well, and to end the story very quickly, the um, we eventually got the manager. She came out, and um, and it wasn't like uh, she says she offered. Do you want to talk to my manager? Because that would be the person I would talk to. And I said, well, it's up to you. You can relay it, or or I can talk to the manager. And the manager says, you know, we we totally have chairs that have that are armless. We even have benches. It's just that all of that furniture right now is off being reupholstered, and it's due here any day. Oh. So it's not that we don't have those chairs. It's just we currently don't have, have those, those chairs. chairs you know? right. it's like, you know, um, and so she totally apologized, but she says, next time you're here, we will guarantee that there are there, there are those those chairs will be here. And I was like, oh well, no problem. I I, I didn't have any problem with it. Well, so I've told the story. To different crowds. Mm-hmm. Some people were like, well, you shouldn't be describing yourself as fat. I mean, come on. I mean, fat is a bad word. Right. And I was like, what? It's mm-hmm. like, how is that a bad, uh, being fat, uh, uh, describing oneself if you are fat? No, I could totally understand if I was like one of those five, ten pound overweight people. Um, <laughs> and she says, oh, you shouldn't describe yourself like that. Because you and I were at a, at a place where, um, someone was talking about themselves that they were really gross, and this is. We were like, "No, you're really quite good looking." I mean, he he was very good looking, right? Um, he's, "Oh no, I need to lose at least forty pounds." And, and I kind of like I remember thought at him. to myself, "If you lost the forty pounds, you'd 
like blow away. Yeah, There'd I mean be there'd nothing be nothing left. there. I mean he may need to lose He's maybe quite five muscular. ten. Well, that's what I was thinking. I mean he was a muscular. If he lo- he he just needed to what uh, the new term that I'm learning. He just needed to be cutting. He needed to do some oh, cutting. Oh, where he needed to lose some weight because he definitely has muscle and he's a it's big. It's just underneath a smaller layer. Of, yeah. of fat. Right. Exactly. Which I I mean he does not look bad. I mean he no. I mean he's I fairly, wouldn't mind seeing right. him in a speedo. I right. mean it would be one of those things. Right. Um, in fact, I'd kind of prefer to. But anyway, um, and uh, um, why are you rubbing your eyes suddenly? Anyway, um, so, I'm trying to picture it in my head. <laughs> um, so it was just, I was like, wow. So like, I could understand if I was 5, 10 pounds. She's like, oh, don't describe yourself that way. But no, I've got a considerable, I mean, I am close to the half ton mark. I mean, it's one of those things where right. I'm a big guy. Right. I guess my half ton is not correct. But anyway, because that's 2,000 pounds and I'm not 1,000 pounds. But anyway. Um, I was going to say, wow, dear. You carry that really well. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's really all muscle. And um and so um and so some people have really have taken like a a, a negative like oh, how could you have been how could you have done that? I've had a similar experience to yours at a doctor's appointment like and I said we were talking about, you know, as happens so often when fat people go to the doctor. Right. The first thing they say is, have you thought about losing weight? Or this is probably related to being fat, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. And she, she, my doctor did not say it in those terms, but she said, you know, are you, are you eating healthy? Are you exercising? That kind of stuff. And I said, yeah, but you know, I've always been fat. And she said, don't say that about yourself. And I said, no. I said, I'm like, it's like reclaiming the word. It's like how... The LGBT community, a lot of people are trying to reclaim the word queer. That's how a lot of people in that acceptance community are trying to reclaim that word, not let it be so negative, take that negativity away from it. But right. a lot of people are uncomfortable with that word. They're uncomfortable with the whole, like, they think if you're fat, you must be miserable and you must hate yourself. Right. Because that's what everybody tells you. Right. Right. You know? Exactly. Um, and then other people... Have been like laughing hysterically. It's a funny. It's funny when she says, "No, no, sir, you can't do that." Don't describe yourself. (laughs) No, don't say those words. I'm like, what? You know. And uh, that was the other thing. It was like, you know, so what kind of body image is she going through that like she's not seeing me as fat? I mean, you're looking at a very rotund person here. I'm like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Like, what kind of what? What is she seeing? It's not like one person might call you fat and someone else might be like, no, they're perfectly. I mean, some of us are just fat. Yes, exactly. And so I just sat there, and it was just so fun. And of course, then I work in, in, in um, where there's a lot of health people kind right. of thing. Well, then the debate was, well, you should never talk to your phlebotomist about uh, being fat or anything like this because she couldn't do anything about it. And I looked at him like, well, no, she couldn't do anything about it. And, you <laughs> Please know, take out more blood so I won't be as fat. Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> I'm just collecting blood. You know, like, what's going on here? I have I'm a lot sure of blood. I'm sure it's my blood. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, and I'm just like, you know, I'm, like, really? And um, and so it got to, because I think we also got to, a, then we got to a story of, there was a fat clinic that I joined one time, and they had no armless chairs. Um, they had no scale that could um, that could weigh me. Um, it was, was it just, a fat clinic for yeah. skinny people? <laughs> well, that's what I thought. I was like, are you able to deal with me or whatever? And I said, well, me. And so they, well, you know, I thought, well, gosh, maybe I really. And I think after so after a couple months of fighting them on various things, they're like, well, maybe you should really see our doctor. And of course. I mentioned this, and the clin- the people that I work with currently were like, well, you should never see a doctor because they really don't deal with nutrition. They don't know nutrition. And it was just like, oh, my God, this is like way getting out of control, people. So <laughs> so it was just a very interesting experience that just have created this, this, this thing. Um, yeah. It, it, just, it was really amazing. So, huh. But speaking of amazing. <laughs> I know. I, I got I got time to fill. Forty five more minutes. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness! But um um. So I was hanging out with my nephews this weekend, and we're were you s- playing Dance Dance Revolution? No. I really wanted that for Christmas. Oh my gosh, definitely. And um and so what happened is that um, my nephew's kid came over, and it turns out that I found out that my my nephew got into an accident, and he was totally fine. I mean, there's no mm-hmm. problem with that, and he, he he's totally fine. It was actually one of the perfect accidents you could possibly get into when you're a 16 year old because your um 
he went into a ditch and he got stuck in the ditch, but he had a cell phone with him. <laughs> um, right. So he didn't hit anybody. He didn't had the police didn't have to be called. He just really had to be towed out. Right. Um, and so he just basically called his home. Um, and, um, and yes, we'll definitely do that about six thirty. Okay. Um, so, uh, sorry, just kind of relayed something to Alex, our wonderful DJ for Yay. tonight. And, um, the, um, and so he damaged his car and mm-hmm. he's currently unemployed because he's going to school. Right. And so he's, he, and so he's got like, you know, I got to fix my car up. And then he started panicking because the prom is coming up in like June or something. And so he has a $700 bill for his oh. car and then he's got to take care of a, um, and then he has to spend like $70 or put $70 down to be able to look good for the, uh, I guess to, for the limo and the car, whatever. He's got all these different things for the, for the prom he's got to get ready for. And so, the big thing right now is he needs seventy dollars, <laughs> and um and so my younger nephew, who's only I think he's only seven, he's either seven or eight, um I think he's seven, and he goes um <laughs> and he goes, really you only need seventy dollars, and he goes yeah, he says um I'd be willing to give it to you uh for interest. <laughs> oh. And my sixty uh, year old nephew was looking at him going. You want interest? He goes, yeah. He goes, well, all right. So, like, how much thinking? He'd be like five cents. You right. Know? He goes, I want five percent weekly. Oh my! Three dollars and fifty cents a week. Oh he'd my have goodness! To pay if he does, for for every week he does not pay. He's a loan shark. Oh, he was like amazing. Like those are what are and I and um my sixteen year old nephew was just kind of like, mom, you're not gonna let him get away with this, are you? Like this, and he's and my mom's like, well, you know, it's only three dollars and fifty cents. Come on, and he's like, he's like, but mom. My young, my little brother is trying to like you know Extort let money, money from, from me <laughs> exactly like this and um so then his dad chimes in and goes well it's either that or you could you know we've got a new TV a big screen TV you could just sit home and watch a movie instead <laughs> of go to the prom and he's like dad. No, like this. Right. I will not bring my girlfriend here to watch a movie instead of go to the prom. That is I'm just, sure she'll be really delighted by that. Oh, too. exactly. It's like, uh, no, Dad. <laughs> and like this or whatever. He's like, oh, come on. So he's trying to. So his dad's trying to convince him, like, you have no money. You need to do something or whatever. And he's got his his little brother, kind of like, I'll look to the money, like this mm-hmm. or whatever. And he's like, Mom, help me get out of this crazy situation. <laughs> but his mom wouldn't let him do anything. Would they like? You had to figure Your it out. Choice, right? Exactly. How badly do you want to go to the prom? So he's like, fine, I'll do it. And so the nephew runs upstairs and gets his Christmas money um, and comes down. He's like $70 worth of... When does interest start a, a cure? As a soon cure. as they sign the, the, the contract because he brought yeah, it down. Yeah, but that's six months from, from now that the promise. Well, he whenever he has to pay it off. Five percent per week until he pays it off. Oh, so that's a smart kid. Oh, he's a great kid. Well, this is what's so funny about how smart he is. So, um, he makes his older brother sign the the sign says, "I, I so and so, um, promise to give so and so, or I'm borrowing so much money, and I promise to pay off, um, at five percent interest per week." Kind of thing or whatever, and then he signs it, and then my little, then his, his little brother signs it or whatever, and then his little brother has apparently been to very many closings <laughs> and, and starts pointing at various spots randomly, like there's nothing written next to him. Right. Initial here, <laughs> initial here, initial here, and initial here, and whatever. I mean, he actually just had him just initial all over the piece of paper like ten times or whatever because he knew that's what you do when that's you close it. Funny. And he turned over the seventy dollars. I was just like, that that's is impressive. Hysterical. Oh, exactly. So, um, so I was like, holy bully. So I'm like sitting there, like, what is this kid doing on recess? I mean, right. that's the only thing. I'm like, what is he doing with his right. his allowance what is he every? Learning out yeah. There? <laughs> yeah exactly. What's he selling? You know. <laughs> right. All right. You can have this ding dong, but right. Exactly. I but. purchase it for you <laughs> at the low, low discount price. Exactly. But you owe me on Friday <laughs> two tater tots. <laughs> right. 
That's very funny. And, and knowing when it comes to food, that's probably what it would be. Like, you know, two big ding-dongs right. for two tater tots. Right. You know, like to, that two, to, two servings, just two tater tots, please. Exactly. So, oh my gosh. Yes, that's I've got incredible. many stories. I could fill this hour with with uh, nephew stories, but I may do that at the end. But let's take a, um, uh, take a little break, and then we're going to go to... Um, uh, we're, I, actually, I have something that I want to kind of talk to you about, Meredith. Okay. It's about marriage. Will you marry me? Hi, this is Jeremy Merklinger from the Washtenaw Rainbow Action Project, your TBLG Resource Center at 325 Broncourt. Check us out online at www.rap-up.org or call us at 734-995-9867. Thanks for listening to WCBN, and don't forget to listen to me on Clauses Are for Clothes on the third Wednesday of every month from 6 to 7 p.m. And then she was such a slut, I couldn't believe it. And then she just kept going and going. Oh, oh, we're on the air. Um, so, um, so, um, so I wanted to talk to you about, I got this in the email today, regarding um, the 10 reasons gay marriage is wrong. There's only 10? Well, they only, well, we only have so much time. We only have an hour, Meredith. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, uh, 10 reasons gay marriage is wrong. Number one, being gay is not natural. Dun, dun, dun. Uh-oh. And, as you know, Americans have always rejected unnatural things like eyeglasses, polyester, and air conditioning. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Oh, yeah. Can you believe this? That's one to think about. Okay, tell me more. Number two, gay marriage will encourage people to be gay in the same way that hanging around tall people will make you tall. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess vice versa. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, number three, legalizing gay marriage will open the door to all kinds of crazy behavior. Well, you know, they always talk about, you know, I mean, marrying your turtle. Exactly. You know, I really, I have this pet sock monkey named Bert. I think I want to marry him. You know, if you were a gay man, <laughs> I would understand that. <laughs> but as, as a woman, I, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Bert. Oh well, Bert. you know what? Does it cont- does it does he hold on to things until the next time? Mm-hmm. Ah, Bert. Yes, exactly. And you know what? I thought like the perfect. You know, I just dawned on me. Like I just thought of a like a impromptu joke that's probably very bad. <laughs> What's a perfect uh, drag queen turtle? A snap turtle. Oh, ah, that's okay. good. Sorry. Um, so legalizing gay marriage will open the doors to all kinds of crazy behavior. Behavior. People may even wish to marry their pets uh, because, as you know, a dog has a legal standing and can sign in a marriage contract. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see Snoopy. You know, he does it. Snoopy you know? does it. Can he fly a plane? Oh, hello. <laughs> yes, he's got a, a, a pilot's license. That's what I thought. You know, come on. Okay, where am I? I forgot where this is. Okay, um, number four. I'm going to have to actually use the arrow when I'm going through this. Because I'm like, okay, where were we? Um, I don't have, I'm not like David Letterman where you can right. like, you know, use a pencil. Yeah. Exactly. And throw it back through the window. Yes, exactly. Oh, do we have any we of those sounds? <laughs> anyway, Alex is looking at me like, Dan, just get through the hour. Right. Okay, um, number four. Don't ask questions, just keep moving. <laughs> That's right, exactly. <laughs> number four. Straight marriage has been around a long time and hasn't changed at all. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, women are still property. Blacks still ca- can't marry uh, whites. And divorce is still illegal. Yeah, think about that. Mm-hmm. Number five, you know. I do feel like property, by the way. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, I was just like, wow. Oh, by you, Dan. You're always making me feel like I'm your property. That's right. That's right. That's why. I guess what I'm always trying to say. I'm trying to land you. Right. <laughs> okay. But All I'm right. Bumped. Exactly. Um, number five. Um, okay. Great. <laughs> thanks. Um, number five. Straight marriage will be less meaningful if gay marriage was allowed or were allowed. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, the sanctity of Britney Spears, 50, 50 Spears, 55 <laughs> hour just for fun marriage would be destroyed. Right. Yeah, you know what? I use that and example And her love a lot. of Kevin, really. I mean, you oh. don't want to deflame that sort of real carnal. Deflame or defame? Defame. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Um, and those who have listened to the show, we've, we use that example a lot. Yeah. Um, number six, straight marriages are valid because they produce children. Hmm. Well, I know. Have well, you I, met some of the kids out there? <laughs> yeah, really. Gay couples, infertile couples, and odd people shouldn't be, be allowed to marry because our orphanages, um, aren't, uh, full yet. 
and and the world needs more children. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of sad. I mean, I think about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of the things my sister, because of my pro-choice um, view, um, she was like, well, I'll make a deal with you. Like this or whatever. Because she's um, anti-choice. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, I'll make a deal with you. Maybe they, they we should... Um, uh, if we made sure that all they um, they would allow abortions only if all the orphanages were empty. Interesting. That's except, a very interesting. That's interesting. Except people don't adopt kids who are older, which is really the problem. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, but, I, was, I was looking at her like, you know, I, as soon as you can make that happen, right. Right. That's um, an interesting. Then I'll, I'll consider okay. the topic. Right. Yes, but I think that that's. That's is she planning on adopting all of them? Well, right, exactly. She's working on those millions right, <laughs> right. now. Yes, exactly. Because how many? Does she, uh, my response to people like that is always, "How many of you got adopted at home?" Mm. And usually the answer is, "Uh, well, e- none." Uh, right. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, number seven. Obviously, gay parents will raise gay children. I hope so. <laughs> Since straight parents only raise straight children. I can't remember who, but a famous like columnist who's gay wrote an article about he just had a baby with his partner. I don't think it was Dan Savage. I think it was someone else. Okay. Just had a baby with his partner, and he was terrified that his child, I don't remember gender, was going to grow up to be a Republican. Oh, yes, yes. I've heard that. I mean, it's like, oh, my gosh. And he said, you know, I can now sort of understand why parents fear, like, Mm -hmm. worry about their kids growing up gay, because it's the complete opposite of who you are inherently. And you wonder, like, oh, my God. Right. What would happen? Right, right. How would I handle this? What would I say? Is there a help? Is there a support group? Oh, and it exactly. was hilarious. And In fact, a friend, um, a coworker of mine was saying, you know, I don't know what I would do if my, which would be worse, my child coming home and telling, telling me that he um, it was part of the conservative right um, and, and really truly believed in that and became a staunch um, mm-hmm. um, uh, religious Republican conservative person. I mean, really right. Or them coming home and told me that they were a heroin addict. He goes, I couldn't <laughs> deal with either one. Like, oh my goodness. Hor- yeah. I mean, I know some parents who say, oh, they're wishing for their kid to be gay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like yes. they just want, you know, straight couples who want their, their kids to be. Yes, exactly. Number seven. Obviously, I just interrupted you. That's I, fine. I just went right onto the next no, topic. No, go. Um, number seven. <laughs> number just seven. do it. Use exactly. me as property. <laughs> uh, number seven. Obviously, gay parents will rate. Oh, I already did that one. See, I told you I need to use the number, cursor. I, I could have been helping by keeping track oh, of what number you're on, but of what, course I wasn't. <laughs> exactly. What kind of Paul of the you know CBS orchestra are you? I'm bad. Uh, let's see here. What is that last name? Paul. 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 Okay. Um, number eight. That's all I got. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Um, gay marriage is not supported by religion. In a theocracy like ours, <laughs> <laughs> the values of run religion are imposed on the entire country. That's why we have only one religion in America. That's what the pilgrims wanted. Oh, hello. And you know what I just found out this weekend? Now, the, Protect Christmas. Picture this. Yes, right, right. Hello. <laughs> there are a large number, like maybe like Ohio, Pennsylvania worth of, um, of Amish people in Belize. Really? Yeah. <laughs> of all places. It's like, why? Like, why? Did, did they, like, migrate down there? Did they fly? Or not fly? Did they, did they you know, ship there? Kind right. of thing or whatever? Did they go right from the their, um, their you know, their country of uh, long ago to right to Belize? Did they? It's fascinating. Know? I can't remember if it was the Bahamas or the Virgin Islands that has, like, a, a large religious Jewish community. Wow. I wonder if they're... I don't know. Yeah. I mean, how did they, they get there? Did someone? Well, that's the other thing too is that I just think about you know the outfits that they wear. The the the, the right. that they're I they're mean long, they're all black. black right. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, do you oh. wear a different colored outfit because you're you know so close to the equator? Right. I'm like, oh, I could never survive. I, I that's how I could lose my weight. I mean, all my you water just would sweat. just like zoop. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, number nine. Nine. Thank you. <laughs> to out of ten, um, to nine. Um, okay. Uh, children are. 
or, uh, excuse me, children can never succeed without a male and a female role model at home. You know, you need to keep, you know, the balance going. Mm-hmm. That's why, as a society, express, expressly forbids single parents to raise children. That's right. There yeah. are no single parents out there. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Number 10. Game. This better be a good one because I, I didn't read this last one. <laughs> um, 10. Gay marriage will change the foundation of society. We could never adapt to new social norms. Just like we haven't adapted to cars, the service sector economy, um, or longer lifespans. That's right. You know? I don't know what we do if we... Cars. Exactly. No one's ever going to drive a car. No. Hello. Exactly. <laughs> so I think what we're going to do in the next segment we're gonna, that we're going to be leading to is going to be... Um, um, why don't we? You know, I kind of uh, we'll do we'll do some news items. How about that? Okay. I forgot which news item. All right, great, thanks. She just, I mean, I couldn't believe it. She you just really wouldn't put that beer down. I said, how many do you need? 50 or 60? I mean, <laughs> oh, oh, we're on the air again. So, um, so, um. Can I just say that Alex has lovely hair? Oh, he does. Exactly. <laughs> yes. It's very Jesus-esque. You know? Yes, exactly. With the log hair down, you know. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You could grow a beard and a mustache and you would oh, I'm look jealous. Alike. The next coming. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. We found him. That's right. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, so there's a lot that's going on in the news today. There and, is a lot going um, on. Um, and so, uh, did you want to like uh, go with various topics, or do you want to lead into the one we were talking about just before the show? Or I'm going to start with this one because I think it's the top news item. People are probably hearing about it all over the place, which is about um, the. That she's pregnant. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I know. Isn't that exciting? Sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, and by she, we mean Angelina Jolie. Anyway, yes, yes. Um, for those of you who, who didn't know, didn't know <laughs> um, that um, Samuel Alito, Judge Samuel Alito, is currently under his uh, confirmation hearings in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee, um, and they have been talking to him now for two days. They'll finish their questioning of him tomorrow. Um, and then I think that there'll be some brief statements by a variety of people who will talk both for and against his nomination. Okay. Um, and oh, then, really? so they're going to take people from both sides. Oh, that's I believe so. Okay. They do tend to do that. Um, people who can talk about, you know, why you should or should not confirm him, that kind of stuff. Um, But I have a news article. Senator Edward Kennedy read from the publication of a group that Samuel Alito was a member of while a student at Princeton that slammed gays and people with AIDS. The prospect published by Concerned Alumni of Princeton, an extreme conservative group, contained an article noting that scientists believed they had traced the origins of AIDS to Reese's monkeys. The article went on to say that more study was needed and called for scientists to conduct in- experiments on homosexuals. It further suggested that the studies be conducted on members of Princeton's Gay Alliance. Kennedy then read a portion from... Wait a minute, that AIDS came from the Gay Alliance? No, or, that oh. AIDS came from monkeys. Oh, okay. And that, But there needed to be more study about its uh, effects on that. And that, okay. there's, that scientists should conduct it maybe on some of the Princeton... Gay Alliance members. And uh I sometimes think, like, wow, like, who are you people? Well, right, exactly. (laughs) That you actually wrote this all down and put it out as a publication and sent it to people. And and that he thought to himself, the thing that fascinates me is that Sam Alito thought, I'm going to put this on my resume. No. Yeah, he put it on his resume that he was a member of CAP, the Concerned Alumni of Princeton. And oh, so that's why there's been all of this controversy around it. And they've been trying to get him to answer questions. And he says that I would have nothing, I would not have anything to do with statements of that nature, Alito told Kennedy. Had I thought that that's what this organization stood for, I would never have been associated with it. Um, dissatisfied that Alito did not make either statement that endorsed either African American or gay civil rights, Kennedy said that Alito's responses on cap did not add up. No. Because he hasn't really said, I completely, you know, disregard this. He's basically saying, oh, 
they wanted, you know, they were writing about the ROTC. I had been a member of ROTC. I was upset that ROTC was leaving Princeton's campus. That's why I joined it. He also says, I don't actually remember ever going to a meeting or ever being a part of it, but you, you thought enough of it to put it on your resume, resume which I, mean, I think, like, I don't care if you ever went to a meeting. You thought, these are some, this is going to be a good resume builder. Concerned right. alumni for Princeton. Yes. So yes. I think that's a little. Well, and it also kind of makes it, I mean, it, these are things that he, um, we're not quite savvy about when he was in college. I mean, I don't really right. know how old Alito, Alito is right now. I think but it was like the late seventies, early eighties that he was in college, so, in, in law, in, at Princeton. Okay, so about twenty-five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how old he is now. I don't know if he's in his. Well, I guess he wouldn't be forty. He'd probably be in his fifties or something mm-hmm. like this, um, or early fifties. But th- that's exactly it. I mean, at those times, he's you really fifty-five. Don't. Dun dun dun. Thank you very <laughs> You're much. Welcome. That I mean, he just doesn't know. I mean, those times you you join things and and it kind of like becomes, it's part of your thoughts. I mean, this is things that you're wanting to explore. These are things that you're originally thinking. And then later on when you get into your career, you realize, oh, that may not be a good thing to put on my resume. Right. But he did at one time. I mean, that kind of gives you a little bit of like what's some underlying, because a lot of your values don't change. Your core Mm -hmm. values don't change. Your core don't necessarily change. You know how how to mask them. them, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, express them. That's a much positive Mm -hmm. word. Yes, exactly. Um. Earlier in the day, Senator Sam Brownback, a leading supporter of a constitutional amendment to ban same-sex marriage, asked Alito about gay unions. Brownback wanted to know if Alito believed that the Federal Defense of Marriage Act, which says states do not have to accept same-sex marriages from other states, is counter to the full faith and credit clause of the Constitution. Without directly answering the question, Alito said that the issue is the subject of disagreement by constitutional scholars. Uh, duh. Yeah, hello. Yes. <laughs> like, I could have answered the question that way, too. Doesn't <laughs> right. mean I should be on the right. court. Well, you should, but that's okay. I, yeah, that's that's another true. topic. It's unfortunate that Alito has given completely non-answers to questions. Laura Schwartz, Chief Legislative Counsel for HRC. Schwartz is one of the a number of LGBT activists monitoring the hearings. Schwartz said that it's important that Alito's positions on LGBT rights are an issue, and it's important that public hear those responses. Alito's nomination is opposed by Lambda Legal, the National Gay and Lesbian Task Force, Human Rights Campaign, National Center for Lesbian Rights, and Parents, Families, and Friends of Lesbians and Gays, among others. And it's, in an, announcing its opposition last month, Lambda accused Alito of putting his personal political agenda above the Constitution. President Bush announced Alito's nomination to replace Justice Sandra Day O'Connor in, in October, and he has been serving a strong conservative in his 15 years on the Philadelphia-based Third U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. And they have dubbed him Scalito in honor of Antonin Scalia, who is one of the most conservative judges on Very the U.S. Good. Supreme Court. They're or so clever. Scalia Light, which is my personal favorite ah. by some lawyers because his judicial philosophies invites comparison to Justice Scalia. So Yes, exactly. I you know, it, it's such a fascinating process. I don't know if you've listened to any of the testimony, but it's not. so <laughs> It's just fascinating. Uh, yeah, I, I, I hear he's just, it's very, it's again, one of those very, they, they present him as something and he's like, well, you would never use the Constitution in that his way. His paper, his paper trail is much larger than that of, let's say, John Roberts, who is the most recent oh, okay. no- nominee to be confirmed. Um, what's fascinating about it is that he's really said, oh, that's not how I think now, or that's not really what my philosophy has been. I don't. You know, I would have an open mind to, let's say, abortion. I would have an open mind to Roe v. Wade, blah, blah, blah. It's a precedent. He doesn't actually say that that particular piece of of law is a precedent that he would accept as that's just law. That's just how it is. Mm -hmm. But he, you know, he's not been forthcoming, even though there are lots of things to say. But you said this in this piece of your writing. You know, how much is this your writing? I mean, he's said things... When he worked for the Reagan administration and for other at other points in his life that really indicate a very different stance on a lot of issues. than I think, you know, even though it may not seem that way from the way that conservatives speak, that a lot of people don't feel that way about. Right. You know, they are a little bit more central, a center of of, you know, in terms of their politics, as opposed to being too far to the left or too far to the right. So yep. he sort of, he represents himself, at least in his writings, as being much further to the right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, and that's the thing is how much do you base on and base his opinion or his thoughts on what his his writing is Mm -hmm. or what he's actually telling you. Right. (coughs) I mean, that's where. You know, with his decisions make decision making and and the and what he and why he made those decisions, I th- I, I think says a lot about how he thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to say, well, no, I I don't think that way anymore. I'm kind of like, well, uh, wait a minute here. This is not. Right. Um, I mean, then why did you write it, or why did you come up with a decision mm-hmm. in that way, um, or why did you participate in some of the right. um, writings that you did do? Um, and 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 come up with that um, right. conclusion. Um, a friend of mine sent me a uh, a letter that recently just went out uh, uh, from the AFA, and they were like, you know, you need to you need to contact your congressperson and all these different things, and um, and de- depending on and this this he. Um, you can tell a lot about a person because of all his enemies. Right. Um, and, uh, and the, and they were telling, saying, you know, that these are people that, um, that are against, uh, his nomination. So therefore, it, um, he must be a really good guy. So then they, they listed some of the folks or whatever. The American Civil Liberties Union is, is, um, is <laughs> opposing him. Um, the American, Americans United for the Separation for Church and State. Oh gosh, um, those people are not jobbers. <laughs> exactly. Um, the American Association for Affirmative Action, um, Planned Parenthood, um, National Organization evil. for Women, all evil. <laughs> Human Rights Campaign. Women should be barefoot and pregnant in the freaking kitchen. <laughs> exactly. The <laughs> AFLCIO. Oh. Um, the American Association of University Women. You kind of notice the theme. Three, mm-hmm. You know, um, very women. Um, uh, oh, if the women like him, you shouldn't. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. I was trying to say that. Um, the uh, oh, the Brady campaign to prevent gun violence. I mean, how neutral can you be with that one? Um, goodness gracious, if they're against him, um, um, Earth Justice, Emily's List. Um, the, the Hispanic National Bar Association. Um, I mean, the, the National Women's Law Center, another women's organization. Mm-hmm. I was just like, wow, I like all of them. They must, right. you know, I, I kind of like, re- I mean, I was just like, wow, if they're opposing them, maybe I, I need to really, you know, think, uh, think about this. I often like to get things from AFA, uh-huh. like, cause they send you the action. I put myself on their list. Oh, okay. Because sometimes the stuff that they want you to react to, I'm like, you guys are crazy. And I'll write like the complete opposite or reword it. So it says like, please don't do, so I'll change it and say, please, I'm so happy that you do so-and-so. Yes, exactly. I I enjoy doing that. Yes. (laughs) Well, I wonder if it really does get to them that way. Yeah. Um, I don't so, know. Um, so what I'll do is sometimes I'll copy the email and then re and then re and then and then send mm-hmm. it on my own, so I know how it really did go mm-hmm. out. Um, because I started just, doing that when they wanted you to oppose some yogurt companies. Yeah, we're calling them a goddess using the word goddess. Yeah, I thought because it's I don't know it was horrible, and I thought. Well, I, yes. I'll eat their yogurt if you call me a goddess. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'll eat their yogurt if they call me a goddess. But right. it just—it's one of those like, what the hey? I mean, it just—it's been a really amazing, um, and and how they feel that this is, and how it, the part of me feel is very disempowered by it because I just don't know what's going to happen with mm-hmm. it. But at the same, uh, because I don't know how we would be able to to to. To, to get it so he doesn't get in. Right. I, I, because I, I really do feel that Debbie Stabenow and uh, Senator Levin, it's Carl, right? Yeah. Carl Levin, um, that they would vote the way I would I'd probably be thinking. You yeah, know? but I, I think the thing that we always forget is that they need to hear from people because uh, they're going to hear from Joe Schmo who, right. who's going to say don't because that side of the issue is more organized in terms of getting people out and saying it. That's why people have this impression that our politics have changed so much and I don't know that they necessarily have. Right. It's that we're just not as organized as organized and people who are sort of mushy about the issues, like different things are not really sure how they feel, but if they hear the arguments, if they compare the arguments, oftentimes they'll fall on quote unquote our side. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Those people don't respond either. So we need to be more, you know, people need to be more vocal. And I think that's the thing that you and I can do. Right. Exactly. You know, and and 
you should call them, Dan. You know? I maybe you know that would be that you're right, and I do. That's the thing. I really do um, let them know. I just sometimes think that they get sick and tired of hearing from me because I call so often. No, um, they like it. Well, I know, but don't you don't you think that at a certain point they kind of like, oh yeah, it's Dan again. No. And so, um, well, good. Well, then I you know I just might do that. I might just let them know, saying, you know what, hi, it's me again. Just so, and I'll you know, and I guess it doesn't really matter how casual or formal I am. No. They probably will enjoy it if I include a joke. Exactly. You know? Just say. Oh, and by the way, what's the difference between broccoli and boogers? <laughs> you know, I'll tell you the next time I write in. Kid, <sighs> kids don't eat broccoli. That's right. the answer. That's the answer. So, gosh. So, well, we're going to take another little break, and we're going to come back, and I think we're going to talk about something that relates to the auto show, possibly, the Target Fords. Um, it's it's another AFA. Oh, we're going to go back to the AFA. Mm-hmm. <gasps> ooh, ooh, ooh. All right. So, um, uh, we will see you soon. <laughs> Seriously, when I saw her on that corner, I was the girl, get off that corner. Stop selling yourself. Oh, oh, we're back on the air. And um, so um, so what is, uh, so what are we talking about? Um, oh, that's right. We're going to talk about AFA. Wow, how quickly I forget. Wow, Those yeah. breaks are just so long, you yeah, know. Seriously. I need to get all that gossip in about, you know, all the various people. But anyway. Um, uh, I will tell you, in a thinly veiled threat of another boycott, dun, dun, dun. the American Family Association and 41 other groups, which I might, I'd like to add, I think they all are the AFA. Oh, they certainly are. <laughs> like they just themselves. changed their name, yes. In fact, when you close, I don't know if people know this, that when you close a group, when you, they close a group or something like this, they reopen as another, right. yeah, so... And 41 other groups are demanding that Ford live up to a commitment to end funding to LGBT organizations and cease advertising in the gay media. Dun, dun, dun. After meeting with seven homosexual leaders, and this is a quote, by the way. <laughs> oh, wow. And without any input from thousands of their dealers who stand to be adversely affected by Ford's decision, Ford made their decision to renege on actions they told AFA they would take said AFA chair Donald E. Wildman writes in, oh, I'm sorry, he wrote it in a letter co-signed by leaders of the group to Ford chair Bill Ford. Mm. Ford's support of these groups punishing, pushing homosexual marriage can only hurt dealers across the country. Why would Ford put interests of seven homosexual groups ahead of the interests of all their dealers? Simply because Ford considers seven homosexual leaders more important than thousands of dealers. Wow. So those seven people hold a lot of power over those thousands of, I mean, just like, you know, I just find it very funny when they always say, like, um, oh, this one person, you know, Mm -hmm. made the decision for all these hundreds of thousands of people. It's like, "Mm, wait a minute here. Um, I don't think they hold that much power. Right. But... And it says, it basically threatens that they're going to meet, it doesn't actually say outrightly we're going to have a boycott, but it says, we cannot and will not sit by as Ford supports a social agenda aimed at the destruction of the family. Mm. The the letter also imposes a January 20th for a reply. Should you decide to respond, please do so by letter, since we can no longer trust Ford to keep its verbal word, the letter, the letter concludes. Wow. So they said it came up with a verbal agreement. Mm-hmm. And that's why, oh, that is very interesting. Boy, Ford is in a really, like, uh, mm-hmm. hot spot here. I mean, they're getting wonderful advertising, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, with all this uh, this controversy going back and forth between the two of us. But um, that is very interesting. So they're going after Ford again. Yep. They have 41 agencies this 41 time. 41 groups. The conservative Christian group launched a nationwide boy- boycott of Ford last month. Many, Interesting. For people who don't know the background. So. Interesting. So, wow. Yep. So I wonder what those seven homosexual leaders are going to do next. Because what's really funny is <laughs> one of them. Well, that's the other thing, too, is that it's one of those seven was from PFLAG, you know, a parent or friend. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of well, a very interesting. You know, well, I know there are leaders that are, but it's just They like, want to deconstruct the the you know oh yes their marriage right exactly well and that's the i mean we were joking about it earlier but i mean marriage has changed over the years so i think this is this this is what's going to continue to change that's right you know i was going to say we evolve and everyone can agree on that but 
mm-hmm. guess the Christian groups, some of them believe. I was going to say some of them. Design. I can't tell you and say all of them. Right. But some yes. Christian groups believe in intelligent design, in which case we <clears throat> haven't or won't. I'm not sure what'll happen to us. Right. But exactly. We don't get better with age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And, you know, and AFA has also been a, on a big campaign regarding the Book of Daniel. Yes. And I was going to mention that, that that is another. That, I mean. That's actually the last one that I wrote. And uh, I changed their thing around. Oh, OK. <laughs> yes. I mean, how realistic. I mean, part of me is like, you know what? This is kind of a very realistic. I don't know about seeing actually talking to Jesus and actually sitting down there and things like this. Um, it seems weird to me. Th- yeah. I, mean, but, I think there's some hallucination issues if they're doing that. <laughs> if they're actually having a. Visual conversation, Jesus. but um, unless they're like looking course, at Alex, looking at Alex with his hair down, right? You know, that's another thing. That's different, right? Exactly. But um, the um, but yeah, and there are actually some folks that are some NBC affiliates that are actually mm-hmm. not carrying the Book of Daniel just because it is so threatening. And my part of me is like, you know what? Why is it so threatening? They'll let all these other religions or all these other you know things have. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, some questionable material, but it's it's. But they, oh no, you attack our religion. No, we can't have that. I mean, like, oh, why well, can't you have the truth? Right. The other thing is, is that if you don't want to watch it, don't turn on your. Don't yeah, watch it. Exactly. Like, don't turn on your TV. Right. You know. Right. Like, that's why we have 500 different channels. Right. I mean, and why cable... Watch Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Turn off that book of Daniels and turn on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Exactly. <laughs> or Will and Grace, something wholesome and, you know... There you go. Right. Exactly. <laughs> or Ellen, one of the two. Right. So, but it's just very... Yeah, it's it's like, come on, people. It's, it's really... But I think you're right, though, in the sense that... I mean, one of the things that they're saying is that... Um, in Mississippi, WTVA received over 1,500 emails and phone calls um, regarding to not to air the show. And so it's it's like... I wonder how many calls they got from people who were like, air it, I want to see it. Right. I'm probably less, I and there's probably more decision. people. Yeah. I wanna, I, you know, that's, that's true. I want to be able to see it um, and, and make my own decision about it. Mm-hmm. You know, And if it doesn't become popular, then... I mean, they'll know if the ratings go down. If it doesn't become popular, then it'll be put off the air. Right. Um, but I think they just need a more realistic that there are some people that are like the, the whatever the story is with the book of Daniel. Right. Um, you know, I mean, not the biblical one, but the one they're putting right, in the, the air. Book, the show. The show. That... You know, there there are some folks out there that are just like that mm-hmm. and and are being deserted by the church. Mm-hmm. You know, like look at how many homosexuals are now um, being deserted by the Catholic Church. Right. Um, it's, it's it's a very sad, I, sad, I often sad. wonder, you know, like, what would Jesus say? Well, that's the other thing, too, is I think it would be very funny. There, actually, someone did say something. Oh, that Jesus, if... if um, what what would happen if Jesus came back? It would be very funny. Yeah, you know? like, what would he say? Right. He'd be like, hey. Mm-hmm. And or even the founding fathers of um, of the United States. Yeah. I mean, what would they would see what what we've done to the Constitution or what we're wanting to do the, to the Constitution? Mm-hmm. Um, that would be also very They'd interesting. They'd be appalled. Oh yeah. And, and what we're saying about them. Mm-hmm. So you had another article, and and I was. I do have another article. Massachusetts gay marriage foes propose same sex benefits. Dun dun dun. Conservative lawmakers opposed to same sex marriage announced legislation on Wednesday to provide hospital visitation and other rights to gay couples. The bill is meant to counter claims that banning same-sex marriage would deny certain rights to gay couples. It was unveiled at the State House by Representative Philip Travis. Under the Benefits Fairness Act, couples unable to legally wed would be able to enter a legal arrangement which provides rights for hospital visitation, after-death decisions, inheritance and estate designation, and mental health decisions. The move comes as a ballot question that would amend the state constitution to outlaw gay marriage is currently making its way through the legislature. Travis's bill would apply to gay couples and other family relationships such as siblings or cousins living together. Wow. Mm -hmm. Interesting, huh? It is. And, and, um, okay, Meredith, I have to admit. What? I wasn't listening. <laughs> I was writing a note to Alex. That's great. Um, so, but um, so, so, where is this again? This it's is in Massachusetts. Massachusetts, and they're going to be they, um, trying to ban this thing again. Well, what they there is a currently a piece of of um, a ballot question that's moving through the. I don't know how their state constitution. They want to outlaw gay marriage, and what they're trying to do is to so that it passes. They want to basically say conservative lawmakers opposed to same sex marriage 
they're they're trying to make it more the the ballot question stronger by saying we just want to outlaw gay marriage, but here are other benefits we're willing to give to gay couples. Oh, so they're trying to like oh. make it all mushed up and crazy. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they want to not make sure it's a full, um, but they don't want to have to have full human rights. They right. just want to have partial human rights. Right. That's interesting. So they want to like trade down. Right. Oh, that's, that's what the conservatives are. I think think feeling like. It doesn't play well out for us to say, no, you can't have visitation. No, you know, wow. they're trying to say, we're just banning gay marriage, but it's not about rights. <laughs> Here are your rights. Yeah, well, we're going through that in Michigan right now, where it's about, you know, it's, no, no, we'll allow it's you to It's about have other things. Yeah, right. exactly. Well, and, and it's confusing oh, yeah. based on the language, you know, Definitely. how your language is written. Oh, yeah. And who decides whether language is going to be good or bad? The Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At all. It's one big giant little circle. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think there's some good news that I was hearing on, I guess, the, the, the gossip of, uh, of gay legislation and things is where, um, they're thinking that the, there was some illegal, oh, that the decision that, I guess it wasn't here, but anyway, the decision that was made to uphold the proposal to or whatever, uh-huh. um, can't out, uh, oh, this was in Massachusetts. I'm sorry, it was not here in Michigan. It was in Massachusetts, where the judge can't uh, um, outrule a legislation, mm-hmm. and so they're now trying to fight it, saying, "Well, the judge could never could never have ruled on that, so that's not fair." Right. Um, and so, interesting. Yeah, it does make it kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So, well, Meredith, can you believe it? I can't believe we made it through an hour. Yes, I mean we had a backup plan. Because I was like, "Oh my God, what are we going to do?" <laughs> exactly. We, I mean, we even had a backup plan. Like, oh no, this would never. I actually like the 